It's time for South Dakota's Sports Talk Show. This is the Nate Brown Show, featuring live callers, live interviews, and thought-provoking sports talk. From the biggest national names to the hottest local stories, welcome to the Nate Brown Show on Fox Sports Rapid City. Here's your host, Nate Brown. Welcome in on a Thursday, live from our downtown studio on Fox Sports Rapid City. It is South Dakota Sports Talk Show. Here we go, two hours, thought-provoking sports talk. Great guests across the board. It's Thursday. That means Rob Kegron's coming in as our guest host in the drive at 5. It is always a great day in the Black Hills. You know that. 60 out there today. Enjoy it. Wind's going to pick up a little bit. Well, we'll take it, man. It's been a wild winter. Wild winter, right? Not enough moisture. Warm. It's just been wild. I guess the snow's coming in March and April. Keep your head on a swivel. The Nate Brown Show's ready to go on this Thursday. Some big news popping a little bit. We're going to get into that. We've got a great guest lineup for you as well. South Dakota Sports Talk Show live, 1067 FM, 1150 AM. Stream us all the time, foxsportsrapidcity.com. If you get out of range of the radio, foxsportsrapidcity.com. Live stream there and on Twitter. This show is live 4 to 6 on Twitter, at Nate Brown Show. Follow the show and interact with us on the question of the day, the whole thing, and watch us live at Nate Brown Show on Twitter and YouTube right now. The Nate Brown Show. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, and you've got us there. Okay, so we're set. We are brought to you in part by Black Hills Urgent Care, two locations in Rapid City. The best cares at Black Hills Urgent Care, where me and my family go to get better quicker. You start feeling sick, get in there. They'll get you up to speed. Black Hills Urgent Care, a faster way to get better. Seven days a week, they're open for you. No appointment needed. Just walk right in on Haynes Avenue or Mountain View Road. Black Hills Urgent Care, fast, affordable, and convenient. When you schedule on your phone, you can get right in. BHUcare.com. BHUcare.com for Black Hills Urgent Care. Thursday show, yes. Rob Kegron is our guest host. He's back. He was out last week. I gave him the week off, gave him the day off. He's back tonight. A lot to hit. Rob Kegron coming in on the drive at 5. Until then... Some great guests, some work to do for you. Let's provide some entertaining guests like Craig Maddock tonight. East River meets West River on this Thursday. Our weekly segment with Craig, a lot to touch with him. He'll be on the way. SDPB Sports, Craig Maddock. Frank Schwab back from the Combine. Frank's been out to the Combine, Indianapolis, national NFL writer, Yahoo Sports. Frank's in tonight. We will go out to Des Moines, Iowa. He covers the Hawkeyes, Hawkeye basketball, Tyler Toshman, Hawkeye beat writer for the Des Moines Register, and he's on the way today. So a busy Thursday show. Let's get it going. 720-1067 is the number. Join us live, 720-1067. The studio line open for you. Also, the Barron's Wilson text line uh, ready to go, 720-1067. Same number. uh, Text the show, 720-1067. All right, so the big news of the day just came out, uh, what was this, hour and a half ago, something like that? And it's the big news in this part of the country, there's no doubt. Um, Caitlin Clark is the number one female athlete in the country. I mean, is there any argument to that? Is there any argument to that first? Am I missing anybody? I mean, there's tennis stars, there's uh, soccer stars, whatever it may be. Caitlin Clark is the biggest, most popular female athlete in the country. I didn't say college athlete. 
Now, I said female athlete, number one, number one to me in the country. So when she makes a decision today, I want to I analyze this a little bit, kind of get your read on it, and see where Caitlin Clark goes from here. My, my point of saying she's the number one athlete, uh, female athlete in the country, I think it's by far. I think that's by far. And so now she makes an announcement she is going to wrap up her Iowa career at the end of the season. She has one year left of eligibility, so she could come back to Iowa. She's decided today, this was just an hour and a half ago, two hours, she's going to forego her final year at Iowa, uh, final year of eligibility, and she's going to the WNBA. Okay? Here's, here's what some people are rushing to say. People are rushing to say this. She's going to the WNBA. Man, that's a bad decision. You're not hearing. I'm not going to rush to say that. I am going to analyze this a little bit. Let, let's be fair. Can we be reasonable today? Some people are, oh, that's, that's, a, that's a bad decision. I would have stayed at Iowa. I would have stayed at Iowa. You got popularity, big brand, number one college athlete, number one female athlete to me. I think she's the number one uh, college basketball player, men or women, number one, and number one female athlete overall in the country. I mean, I mean, she is at the top. And so people say, why would you go to the WNBA? The WNBA is not going to be as popular. You're, you're going to fall off the map there a little bit. So that's my question to you. Can we be reasonable and ask the question today? Caitlin Clark's decided not to come back to Iowa. She has some big endorsement deals, huge endorsement deals. People are saying her endorsement deals are worth up to 800000 800000 while she's at Iowa. Then people will say, well, the WNBA salary, what's that going to be? Uh, about 80000 She's really not playing basketball for the WNBA salary. We all understand this. Her endorsement deals are huge. And part of that is, yes, being a part of the college sports landscape, I think, has been a major benefit. You can watch Caitlin Clark right here in the wheelhouse of college basketball, meaning this is just when people are starting to get interested. Watching the men right now, March is coming up. Caitlin Clark has her final home game Sunday, Iowa-Ohio State. And that will be her home uh, regular season uh, end right there, conclusion. That'll be it for Caitlin Clark at Iowa. Regular season, last home game. Because she's going to the WNBA. And I'm going to ask this question to everybody. I do want to ask this. Um, what do you think of Caitlin Clark deciding to leave Iowa for the WNBA? I think it's, um, I think it's somewhat complicated because I'm not going to rush and say, Oh, this is a bad decision. Go to the WNBA. I, uh, there's people that aren't very surprised by this, by the way. There are people that say, hey, this is what she was always going to do, and she'll have these endorsement deals no matter what. She is going to be the star of the WNBA. My question is, will she be as marketable as she is right now? She's number one college basketball player, men or women. Number one female athlete. 
Will she be? Will she remain to be as marketable as she is right now? That is the question. That's the real question. Thanks for calling your live today, and you go ahead. Hey, Nate, Jim, thanks for taking the call. Jim, what do you say about her? Well, she has nothing else to prove in college basketball. She's going to pass pistol beat on Sunday when she closed Ohio State, become the all-time NCAA score and leader. So she has nothing else to prove. I knew she was going to go to WNBA and play against the top females in the world. That's a good point. Rina and Natsuki is going to be a... See those two play against each other is going to be a... It's going to be a showdown. Yeah, good point, Jim, because what else can she do at Iowa? What what else could she do? I guess maybe win another national title, maybe. But as you said, it's it's she's she's done everything, basically. Yeah, she has nothing else to prove. All right, buddy, I appreciate you getting in. Um, that's interesting because I think most people, Jim says, hey, this is the right call. I've seen a lot of people reacting saying, no, this isn't the right call. But really, when you think about it, now, she made the national championship game last year. She made the national championship game. They lost to LSU. But uh, can they do it again? We shall see. But what's next for her at Iowa? What is there? I, I guess another run to the national championship game. That's that's really all I can see. And then just shattering. She's going to break Pistol Pete's uh, record, I think, anyway. And then I guess you just shatter it and make it untouchable for anyone else. I don't know. I look at this from a business side. The business side is, will she remain the most marketable female athlete in the country? And I think you have to answer that question honestly. I'm a little concerned that she is going to fall off the marketing map a touch, a touch in the WNBA. Or am I wrong, and when I when I think about this, am I wrong that she's already uh, developed so many kids and so many fans uh, playing in Iowa that they will follow her no matter what? I do believe the W, hear me out on this, I think the WNBA schedule is a killer. What do I mean? The WNBA starts in May. The WNBA goes all summer. And it wraps up in late, uh, regular season wraps up late September, playoffs in October. I mean, you got the biggest games in the WNBA in September and October when everybody's just dialed in NFL, end of story, see ya. The WNBA is an afterthought. It just is, and that's the structure of the schedule. Right now, she's benefiting from being on a big basketball weekend like right here today. She's benefiting from being in the news because she's right there with men's basketball as a headline. She's the number one headline today, I think. I couldn't, I mean, what else are you going to, who else is making splashes in college basketball? Well, we got to look at March Madness here. That's coming up. No, <laughs> nobody's worried about Kansas losing to BYU. Not, not yet, okay? No, nobody's dialed in as much on that as I am. I know, I saw it the other night. Um, okay, the story is, the WNBA, I do believe, will not benefit Caitlin as much as what she's done prior. You would think going to the highest level, playing pro, playing against the best players, like Jim said, Sabrina, some of these players, 
That's going to elevate her game. Will she bring fans along with her to the WNBA? I don't know because we've never seen anybody like her. You could say there's popular players. Very good players over the years. Diana Taurasi, Lisa Leslie go all the way back. Very popular players. But nobody like Caitlin Clark who, by the way, here, here's a comparison for you. Last year's uh, WNBA Finals. This is a WNBA Finals, October. Peak viewership, 1.3 million. WNBA Championship, Las Vegas Aces. 1.3 million peak viewership. Last year's NCAA Tournament Final, 12.6 million. You, you heard those numbers. I saw those numbers today. That was unbelievable. That just, that just solidified my thought of, Will she remain the most marketable female athlete in the country? I don't know, and I think it's I think it's worth asking that question. I think it's worth asking that question. Uh, let's see here. Listener text. I think Clark could earn more money from NIL staying in college than her first uh, year paycheck in the WNBA. Well, see, that's the thing. She's got the endorsement deals right now. They're saying her endorsement deals are valued at $800,000. Like, she's got a deal with Nike. Is she going to keep a deal with Nike going to the WNBA? I absolutely believe so. I mean, people aren't, Nike and these companies, they're not going to bail on her. So I think she's going to make big dollars. I think the money is going to be there initially. I'm talking about her brand. It's as high as you can get Has it hit the ceiling right now. I think that's the question you can ask. Uh, listener text 7201067. Granted, she has nothing left to prove except winning a college championship. Um, what do you think of Caitlin Clark? She decides to leave Iowa today. She makes the announcement. She'll leave Iowa at the end of the season. However far they go in the tournament, her last regular season home game's coming up on Sunday against Ohio State in that big rematch. Um, Caitlin Clark and Iowa have been the most watched women's basketball games of all time on these networks. Ready? Most watched women's basketball games of all time. You want to talk about hitting her ceiling. Most watched games of all time, women's basketball on these networks this year. ABC, Big Ten Network, Fox, FS1, and NBC. Oh, and Peacock. You want to throw that in. Okay, because <laughs> there's some games on. She's got the most watched women's basketball games of all time on all of those networks. Is she going to remain the most marketable women's athlete in the country? That's my question. It's a tough one. I don't, I don't totally have the answer, but my thought is... The WNBA, from a marketing standpoint, will not help her as where she's at now. Does that mean she should have stayed? That's not what I'm saying. Because really, what, what is it about? It's competing at the highest level, and she's a competitor. You can just tell. I watch her a lot. She's a competitor. I don't think she's going to go back to Iowa. Well, I could get a, this deal and that deal. and I understand. I mean, she's going to make money right away anyway. The WNBA, can they capitalize on bringing the Caitlin Clark fans along with the WNBA season? I just think the season kills itself. 
May through the summer into the fall with your WNBA finals in October when everybody doesn't care. I mean, that's just the truth. People are, I mean, I tell you, what do we hit on here? September, October, November, December. I mean, it is NFL is king, college football second. That's what it is. And it just goes to show you, Caitlin Clark played in the NCAA championship last year, 12.6 million viewers. WNBA championship last year, 1.3 million. I mean, that's amazing. And that's not a Caitlin Clark problem. That's a WNBA structure season timing problem. I don't know if she'll remain as marketable as she is right now. She's going to make big dollars either way. And I think she just said, it's time to go pro. It's time to play with the best of the best. What else can I do in Iowa? I'll come back and make more money in NIL and endorsements. She's going to get the endorsement deals. That's what it is. Uh, let's see what you say in the poll question. What do you think of Caitlin Clark deciding to leave Iowa? She had one year that she could have played, one year left, but she's going to the WNBA. Will she still make huge money, or would you have stayed for more NIL and the popularity of the college game? Would you have stayed for more NIL and the popularity, or she's just going to make huge money anyway? 64% voting, she's still going to make huge money. Still going to make huge money, and I think that is correct. Would you have stayed for the NIL and popularity? 36% uh, voting for that. Uh, let's see here. Listener text, she will get just as much money by endorsements as NIL. Yeah, I mean, that's what she has anyway. She's able to get the endorsements through NIL at Iowa, essentially. Now the endorsements are just going to keep going into the WNBA. My my fear is, I've loved watching her. My daughters think she's unbelievable. She is a must-see game. I'm going to watch it. you got to watch Sunday morning. I sent it out to my youth basketball team whenever she's... I said, hey, you guys got to watch this game. Iowa-Ohio State. I sent that out last time. It was an unbelievable game. And she is the must-see event in women's uh, sports. And I think now that she's leaving Iowa, it does give me a little bit of a step back. There's many, many people that can't name WNBA teams. There's people that don't know when the WNBA season is. Those are the facts. And I, I hate to see an unbelievable star with all these young girls, all these fans, then go to the WNBA and, potent, and maybe have an issue. They have an issue staying popular is what I mean. Mainstream is what I mean. It's nothing else. It's nothing against the WNBA. It's against how it's all structured, how it all plays out. It does not give itself an opportunity. It's kind of, I've said that about Major League Baseball. Major League Baseball, long, long season. They get into it. It's October. If you're a Major League Baseball fan and your team's in it, you're plugged in. The casual sports fan, if your team's out, the Rangers and Diamondbacks played in the World Series. We all know what happened there. It's the lowest-rated World Series you could get. I mean, it's the same story. Baseball, even if your team's not in it, it's an afterthought. It is, let alone the WNBA. So, Caitlin Clark, uh, not coming back to Iowa, here's a little news for you. The Pentagon in Sioux Falls is having Iowa play Kansas in women's basketball next season. They just sold out of tickets earlier today. <laughs> oh, oh, 
Whoops. Did you buy tickets to go watch Iowa women basketball against Kansas next year at the Pentagon? It sold out this morning. And then Caitlin Clark announced she's not coming back to Iowa for next year. Whoopsie daisy. Whoopsie daisy. Let's take a quick timeout. Craig Maddox got to get us started. SDPB Sports. We're off and running on a Thursday. Uh, listener text. Um, can anybody even name a current teammate of Caitlin Clark's now? Can anybody even name a current teammate of Caitlin Clark's? Probably not. Probably, uh, probably not the majority of uh, people. No. I mean, she is the show. She is the show. But it's backed up by a great season. You're in with the men's college basketball season. You're in with a great brand of Iowa. And women's college basketball exploded last year, partly because of Clark and the Angel-Reese rivalry in LSU. And I just think you go to the WNBA and you're going to get even more lost because of the timing and it's not basketball season and we're on summer and everybody's going on vacations and the rest is history. I hope not. I mean, I love watching uh, Caitlin Clark. I, I, I really do. I really do. And I'm excited for the uh, last run here. But will she remain the most marketable female athlete in the country? I am. I think she's. I think she's at the high point right now. I hope she brings the fans along. I, I have my doubts. Craig Maddox in next. SDPB Sports off and running on the way. Live callers, big time interviews, and breaking sports news. This is the Nate Brown Show on Fox Sports Rapid City. Hi, this is David Brenneman with Coldwell Banker Black Hills Legacy in Rapid City. With today's home values, right now could be a great time to sell your home. The Black Hills housing market is competitive, and I would love to help you get top dollar for your home. I have been selling real estate and attracting buyers in Rapid City for nearly 20 years. When it comes to buying or selling, experience matters. If you're thinking of selling your current home? Let me put my expertise to work for you. Just Google David Brenneman, Coldwell Banker. List it, sell it, and move on. With me, David Brenneman. Coldwell Banker. Building a new home in the Black Hills? At Builders First Source, we turn dreams into reality. Experience our skilled drafting services and use our 3D visualization tools to preview your home before construction begins. Discover inspiration in our showroom, meet our cabinetry design experts, and explore a wide selection of top quality materials. Visit us in Rapid City, Spearfish, or Hot Springs. Or start online at bldr.com. Builders First Source, your partners in success from foundation to the finish. Touches. Do you have a financial game plan for your life? Hi, this is Lee Cruz, your local trusted New York Life agent here in Rapid City. My passion is helping you put the pieces in place for your family to make sure your game plan is a success. For over 175 years, New York Life has been helping people like yourself take action in securing their future. Don't wait, take action and Google Lee Cruz New York Life or call 605-360-8804. We will work together on putting your family first. So, I just got the State Farm Personal Price Plan on my car insurance. So you told your agent you play the bagpipes for your dog? <laughs> what? No, I didn't get that. Personal, my agent just helped me create an affordable price just for me. Okay, let me show you what I've been working on. Hey, Buster! Contact me, State Farm agent Scott Carlson, to create your personal price plan today. Prices vary by state. Options selected by customer. Availability and eligibility may vary. 
Here's your Fox Sports Rapid City forecast. A wind advisory begins at 11 p.m. tonight and continues until 9 a.m. tomorrow. Lows around 42 tonight under mainly clear skies. Southwest winds 10 to 20 miles per hour. High temperatures reach up to 67 tomorrow. Sunshine mixed with clouds at times. Chance for mixed precipitation tomorrow night. Lows level off around 32. That's your forecast on the Black Hills Sports Station, Fox Sports Rapid City. Currently, it's 61 degrees. Are you looking to make a positive change? Then look no further. Profile Plan Rapid City works with you to create a custom plan to help guide you to your nutrition, activity, and lifestyle goals. Taking a scientific and evidence-based approach to healthy lifestyle change. Profile Plan certified health coaches meet you where you're at and develop a personalized plan that's simple, effective, and sustainable. Schedule a free consult today at ProfilePlan.com slash Rapid City or just stop by their location next to LabCorp on Omaha Street. Hey, Rush fans, it's Rob at the Firehouse Skybox. We are your official home for Rapid City Rush hockey. When the Rush are playing on the road, join other Rush fans at the Skybox and enjoy some great food and cheer on your Rush. We show every Rush away game and we'll have Rush-themed giveaways every road trip. You'll get a chance to win great Rush prizes with the purchase of a drink or food item. The Skybox has the best food and the best Rush game day experience. Go Rush! Hi, this is Dan Patrick. Remember to catch me weekday mornings from 7 until 10 a.m. right here on 106.7 FM and 1150 a.m. Fox Sports Rapid City. And now, back to Rapid City's sports talk show, The Nate Brown Show. Nate. Welcome back in. The Nate Brown Show off on running on a Thursday. It's all the state Class A boys tournament the next week. It's that time of year. South Dakota Sports Talk Show live on Fox Sports Rapid City with Craig Maddock from SDPB Sports. East River meets West River. It is 62 degrees out here today, Craig. I don't know what it's going to be when you get here, but 62 today. Uh, I think I looked at the forecast for early next week when I make my travels out there, and I thought I saw 40s and 50s, but either way, I'll take that. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a fun time in Rapid City. Okay, you are looking forward to that after the, getting out of the frozen tundra of Sioux Falls, although it's been pretty mild all, all the way uh, across the board, so I'll give you that. Yep. Um, okay, before we get to the state tournaments and all that stuff, I want to ask you a question about Caitlin Clark, Iowa. Big news today, she's decided to go to the WNBA. She has one year left that she could play, but she's going to set the all-time scoring record by, by any player. She's going to pass Pistol Pete. She's going to try and make a run to another championship game. She hasn't won it yet, and she's decided, I'm going to go to the WNBA. So... Sioux Falls just sold tickets. They sold out this morning. Uh, uh -huh. they, they sold out Iowa, Kansas, and now she's not coming. What are you guys doing? I'm not saying we're gullible, but <laughs> I would have I would have waited to make her for her to make the announcement before I bought tickets. But uh, they sold it out. But you know what? There's still a lot of Iowa fans around here. Yeah, and that'll that'll be a, a good. November game anyway. So. Okay. But, yeah, I I would have waited. But if I would have <laughs> waited, uh, I would have been out of luck anyway to, to see uh, 
you know, you know, Coach Bluter and uh, what she does there at Iowa. Great stuff. Those tickets would have been unbelievable. Ticket at the Pentagon if Caitlin Clark's coming back. Oh, oh that, yeah. Those would have been yeah. unbelievable. Her game Sunday, the average price for Sunday, Iowa, Ohio State, $591. $591 Sunday. It'll be great to see what she does for the WNBA. She's only going to make that team, wherever she goes, uh, hottest ticket in the league, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. And I think she made the the right decision today. You do, okay. I said I, my words weren't. I'm looking forward to it. I'm worried that not enough people are going to go with her to the WNBA. And the reason I say it, Craig, the season. It's May to September. Playoffs in October. That season just takes people out of the the eyeballs away from the game. Where it, it's summer and then it's football. I'm worried that she's not going to be able to get enough of the people that she's gotten. She's the most marketable female right now. Will, will she still be? I think it could be a great time of the year for her to uh, propel the WNBA. Just for people, they're going to get a lot of looks. They're going to get a lot okay. of looks. Okay. And if she is playing well and, and winning games and, and doing fantastic plays, uh, they're going to get more eyes, more eyes on it. And let's face it, best time to do it is probably not during the NFL season. Do it during the baseball season. Uh, that way, maybe more eyes coming your way. Okay, we'll see. Uh, Caitlin Clark, Iowa, announcing she's going to the WNBA after the conclusion of this season. Uh, the oh, most... what if she goes to the Minnesota Timberwolves? Oh, come oh. on. Come on now. Oh. They need oh. it. No, they don't need that much help. Come on. They're okay. They don't need that much help yet. Uh, let me go Let me go to this high school story from yesterday. Craig Maticon from SDPB Sports. So the first reading from the board of directors in Pierre on high school name, image, and likeness was passed the first reading. Then we go second reading. Then potentially it's going to go to a vote of schools. Yeah. For this to change, Craig, for people that don't know, 60% of schools in this state have to say, yes, we want high school student-athletes name, image, and likeness. Do you think there's a chance? Uh, I don't. I don't. 60% is, is a lot. You know, I, I looked at it briefly yesterday, and I saw the whole, some of the wording of it. And at the very beginning, they talk about to maintain amateur status, uh, you can't accept any money. You can't accept uh, endorsements, blah, 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 blah. Well, then they come in with NIL and says, well, go ahead, then you can get money. Uh, with an NIL, and I'm going. What's what's the difference here? What's the difference of getting money uh, to keep your amateur status, but yet you can get money with NIL? I think that's a little confusing to me. Okay, um, here's what they're saying: is you can't use the school uniform, you can't use the school grounds, you can't say I'm the quarterback for Rapid City Stevens. You you can't do any of that, but you can use your name, image, and likeness to maybe say. I'm a soccer player. I'm going to put on lessons for 10 third graders and charge them 75 bucks each. Why not? Yeah, I, understand, Why not? I understand that, but you know what? You're still in high school, and you're still getting money uh, while you are in high school. So I, I think we're talking both out of both sides of our mouth. I, I, I'm not really I, – I think NIL is a dangerous path on the high school end. 
Uh, I mean, let's face it. When you, when you look, the biggest argument with the NCAA is that they were making all this money and they're not giving any of it to the athletes. Well, all right, how many high schools are there uh, that are making a ton of money and able to lure kids to come play for them? That just doesn't happen. They're they're broke. High schools aren't making any money when it comes uh, to surviving uh, for school districts. So I, I I just think the NIL. Call me old fashioned, um, but I just <laughs> I was don't. Call you I something. just, I'm just not. Uh, I'm not very big on it. Okay, I was going to call you something old fashioned. I'll stick with that. <laughs> uh, by the way, can't we let the kids make a few bucks? I can work at the pizza ranch, Craig, for eight hours, but I can't do a social media TikTok promotion of the pizza ranch to all my followers. Come on. Uh, I I totally understand where you're coming from. Totally understand, and it. Will, I I just think those sixty percent. That's pretty high. I, it is. It's high for I anything. It's going to be tough, tough to to break that. Okay, so you say the schools you believe would not approve it anyway. Sixty percent. You don't think that would happen? Mm, you know it. You know what? Doing sixty percent on any issue is really <laughs> tough, and I think the NIL is still fresh. It's still new. A lot of school districts either don't know a lot about it or don't want to do anything with it. Okay, Craig Maddock on tonight, uh, SDPB Sports. East River meets West River. Appreciate his time. He's live from Sioux Falls. Next week, we're working on this. Looks like he might be live in studio. This That might be a treat uh, next week mm. when he's out here. Okay, jump, jump to this. Um, Sodak 16 is going on. Okay, I've got I've got another thing that the ads have to vote on now. The athletic directors are going to get to vote on this this spring. Will we be able to move these Class A and Class B games, which are being played tonight, right now? Can we move them to the highest seed? Because here's what's going on, Craig. I got the undefeated Harding County girls basketball team. It's a great program up there. They're undefeated. They would be hosting tonight if we did it like double-A, but now they got to go to the exciting atmosphere, everything on the line, a trip to state, and it's Harding County playing Northwestern in Timber, Timber Lake. Timber Lake. Um, come on. Come on. <laughs> I am so with you on this. You are. The higher, okay. The higher seed should be hosting. Okay. Um, do you think the ADs will get this done? Mm. <laughs> So I am, so I am hoping today. they say yes. Um, uh, I could see this be a really close vote, and, and, and tell me that this isn't, you know, I'm, I'm taking the easy way out. The really good teams are going to say yes. The okay. teams that barely make playoffs and have to travel all the time, you know, they're, they're going to want uh, to be able to go to a neutral site. But come on, let's. Let's make it easy. It makes it easy on the people scheduling, trying to figure out halfway distance for the teams. Just make it the higher seeds. We do it with everything else. Okay, so, yes, Northwestern out there by Aberdeen, by the way, they're going to go to Timber Lake today. Harding County up there in Buffalo is going to go to Timber Lake. They're playing this game. People around there, they don't really care. I mean, it's just a huge postseason game, and the atmosphere I've seen is nothing. Um, i got Bell Fouche. Um, also playing tonight, and I've got Winter playing tonight. Winter's like playing Vermilion or something in Menno or something. I mean, it's just <laughs> it's just wild. Uh, okay, um, let me ask you one more. Stevens and Central girls play tomorrow night. 
That's another yeah. Sodak 16. It'll be, a great, it'll be a great game. Great playoff atmosphere oh. in Rapid oh. City between All right. the, the two teams that uh, <laughs> love to go after each other. It's okay. going to be a great atmosphere. You are right play. on that. I think so because they're going to give away some student tickets. we got sponsors. So it's going to be fun tomorrow night. Friday night. My question is... Are we can, can we say tomorrow night the best eight teams are going to make it to the state tournament? Is that what we're going to say? One game, unequivocally, we got the best teams making it tomorrow night across the board. You got a really good chance of that happening. Really good chance. That's right. I'm not going to say 100% because you, you never, never know if there could be a couple of upsets. But for the most part, the top... For the most part, the, the, the top eight teams are there at the state tournament. Okay, so, so you want to stick with the Sodak 16 one-game playoff? Uh, yes. You do? Okay. Yes, yes, I do. Okay. <laughs> we've, we've, we've tried so many, so many different patterns. I mean, I know that you would like to make, you know, to have at least – have Rapid City, Stevens, and Central in the state tournament every year, no matter what, just so that well, they can not represent no matter West what, River. But, but what if they both were good enough? And now we got to uh, play each other. That's my only sticking point. I know. Well, there, that's happened a lot of times now. In, of course, with volleyball, Warner and Northwestern, how many years did they knock each other out of the of the state tournament because they're in the same, same region? Uh, I understand that. Um, but for some reason, the regions, we had the regions for so long, and they so many times we would get teams that would have sub-500 records in the state tournament just because they had to be represented from a certain area of the state. All right, Craig Maddock on tonight. He will be covering the Class B state girls next week. Class B, uh, Class A, Sodak 16 going on today and Class B State Girls out here in Rapid City next week. Craig Maddock, SDPB Sports. I saw the podcast is out with Don Seiler, longtime Aberdeen Central coach, and now they're AD. Hey, how, what a great uh, interview with her. I hope you can uh, listen to the interview, specifically about the time where she was a very young coach, took McIntosh to the state tournament, to the state tournament finals, taking on the armor, Remember when Armour went to, what, five in a row for championships? But you know what? They get to the state championship game, and their uniforms were stolen. Oh, really? Wow. you remember that? I don't. I don't. 1988, McIntosh is in the championship against Armour. They get to the Civic Arena in Aberdeen, (laughs) and their uniforms are not there. They were Uh, stolen. Weird. They, They wound up getting the uniforms from White River, who played the third-place game. They just got done playing the third-place game. They took their uniforms off, gave them to all the players at McIntosh for the championship game. What a cliffhanger. Did we ever find out who took the uh, uniforms? Uh, Yes. Okay, okay. uh, Listen to the podcast. But but it was several weeks later that uh, the uniforms were taken back. But how about that? Just think about that. Because the uniforms were all stored at the the site for the state tournaments. Because they would launder them the day after their game. Okay. But they got ripped off. And so uh, (laughs) how about that? Uh, There are no pictures, as far as I know, out there 
of Macintosh girls in the championship game with a team picture wearing the White River uniform. That's amazing. Uh, the podcast is in play. It's on SDPB Sports from Craig Maddock, Don Seiler, his guest, Aberdeen Central longtime girls coach and now AD. Uh, Craig, hey, one more plug. One yes, more plug. Sorry. Yes. Tonight on SDPB, 8 o'clock Central, 7 Mountain time, I host uh, Tales from the Hard Court. Okay. So, uh, um, some four great stories about basketball in South Dakota, including the late Mark Seffner of Sully Buttes. Got to watch it. 8 o'clock Central, 7 Mountain, tonight live on SDPB-TV. I'm going to put that one on the uh, DVR. Good stuff. 7 o'clock Mountain Time, Tales of the Hard Court. Craig, good to have you. We'll see you out here next week. You got it. Thanks. Appreciate it. Craig Maddock in tonight. East River meets West River on the Nate Brown Show every week with Craig, my good friend Craig Maddock from SDPB Sports, longtime broadcaster and covers the state tournaments. He'll be covering Class B girls. It's in Rapid City next week. Yeah, just an example here. If you're not catching all this, so Class A and B basketball, they play their Sodak 16 games at neutral sites. Double A, girls and boys, play at the high seat. And it's just like, why do we have the inconsistency? And people say, well, it's because it you know, can save money and the, the smaller schools don't have to travel as far. It's a, they still have to travel. Northwestern is coming from the Aberdeen area. They're going to Timberlake today. Harding County, who's undefeated in girls basketball, has to go to Timberlake. <laughs> they're, they're just meeting in the middle of South Dakota playing a, a huge game, and it's just parents watching, basically, this is my guess, on a Thursday night. It's like, we got to change that. So it's up for vote. The athletic directors are going to vote. Should Class A and Class B host Sodak 16 games, like AA? I really hope they get that done at their meeting coming up in April. I really do. Um... By the way, do you think 60% of schools are going to vote for name, image, and likeness for high school student-athletes here in South Dakota? That's what it would take if this keeps moving forward. If you missed yesterday's show, you can listen to the podcast. I won't get into all of it, but high school name, image, and likeness was approved on a first reading yesterday by the board. Then it has to go to a second reading. If they keep it moving forward, it would go to a vote of the schools. And to change that in the bylaws there, that would make 60% of the schools to say, yes, we want high school name, image, and likeness. Craig says he doesn't think it happens. I have my doubts, too. Because most of the uh, stuff, it's negative connotation around name, image, and likeness from the college landscape. Oh, name, it, it's a mess. It's a mess. And, we, and they don't even look at it. I've given examples of why I think I, I, why I endorse it. It's not going to be pay to play here in South Dakota. It's not going to do that like college. Why can't a student athlete make money promoting a product, a restaurant, a whatever? Put on private lessons and make money. Why? I think they should be able to, and I think they're held in a different category and standard. So that's why I endorse it and, and think it would work. But 60% of the schools have to say yes. And, boy, I would, I would be uh, wondering about that. Okay, it's just on a first reading. has to go to a second. We'll see if NIL ever gets down that road to a vote from the schools. Frank Schwab is in next. It's the Nate Brown Show live on a Thursday. Frank Schwab, national NFL writer, back from the Combine. 
from Yahoo Sports next. Did you miss an interview or great segment on the Nate Brown Show? Just find the Nate Brown Show podcast and listen wherever you download your podcasts. Did you see all the bikes on the road this past weekend? Well, it's time you join them in the seat of a new or pre-owned Harley-Davidson from Black Hills Harley-Davidson. Hi, this is Kelly Ray. Are you a brand new rider wanting to get on the road? Shop our huge selection of pre-owned starting at just $59.95, and we'll pay for your rider safety course and throw in free winter storage. Looking to trade up? Buy select 2023 models with zero down, 1.99% APR, and get $2,000 in customization credit. Join us this Saturday for happy hour all day, all at Black Hills Harley-Davidson in Rapid City. See our entire inventory online at blackhillshd.com. The $100,000 Easy Street giveaways just went to the next level, and you can win a brand-new Chevy Equinox at Tin Lizzie Gaming Resort. Play with your clubhouse card to qualify to win this brand-new SUV. And exciting drawings all month long could win you up to $25,000. So start playing today for the most chances to win. And be sure to gather those entries for the grand prize giveaway on March 23rd of a brand-new Chevy Equinox. Get next-level prizes at Tin Lizzie Gaming Resort on historic Main Street in Deadwood. From compact cars to 18-wheelers, pickups to payloaders, Pops Tire Service has brand-name tires for what you drive. As one of the largest tire dealers in the Midwest, Pops buys more, you save more. Brands like Goodyear, Michelin, Hankook, and Firestone, all priced for less. Pops has your service covered with brakes, wheel alignments, factory maintenance, shocks, and struts. Visit PopsTire.com for current promotions and a location near you. We're in your neighborhood. Pops, we know tires and service. You should know Pops. PopsTire.com. Get away from it all in the great outdoors for lasting family memories with a new or pre-owned RV from Dakota Discount RV. We make your RV experience fun and easy by providing you with a quality recreational vehicle, competitive pricing, and professional sales and service. Our large inventory of fifth-wheelers, travel trailers, toy haulers, and live-in horse trailers allows us to save our customers thousands of dollars compared to most dealers. Stop by and see us at Dakota Discount RV, 3330 East Mall Drive across from Cabela's and on JB Road, Block. Hey, it's Chris Broussard. Remember to catch the Odd Couple weeknights from 6 to 8 p.m. right here on Fox Sports Rapid City. And now, let's get back to Rapid City Sports Talk Show, The Nate Brown Show. Welcome back at the Nate Brown Show Live, Fox Sports Rapid City. Glad you're here. The Black Hill Sports Station, your home for local sports, high school basketball coverage tomorrow night. Big showdown for a shot to go to state. Stevens Central Live, 6 o'clock tip-off here on Fox Sports Rapid City. The Nate Brown Show covering local, regional, national. We got you covered. We are driven by Spearfish Motors, your home for the new 2024 GMC Sierra pickups. Have you taken a look at them? Spearfish Motors, 1910 North Main Spearfish. We are professional grade. Take a look. Great incentives right now. Financing on the new 2024s. GMC Sierra, light duty and heavy duty trucks. Only at Spearfish Motors. Spearfishmotors.com. Frank Schwab on tonight. NFL. YahooSports.com. He's on Twitter X. Follow him at Yahoo Schwab. Frank, good to have you back. How are you? Hey, what's going on? I'm doing good, man. Let me get your take on, I've been asking you about this before, um, the combine. Some guys don't even participate, some of the major, major uh, draft picks, and then some guys are trying to make a splash here. How much is the combine factoring in these days? 
Um, I think it matters, but probably not as much as we make it out to matter. I think that it's it's one piece of data for these teams. And when you see you know somebody run a great forty and they get drafted high, I mean we all say, oh, you know they're just drafting him based on you know what he does in t-shirt and shorts, underwear Olympics, whatever you want to say. But that just probably confirms what they see on film. I mean, there's a lot of work that goes into these guys. And I think the the underrated part of the combine is the interviews that, you know, we all talk about 40 times, how much a guy can bench and vertical. And you want to see that. I, I mean, I think that you want to see confirmed good or bad what you see on film. But I think interviewing guys, sitting down with them, seeing them in a, a job interview, basically, setting, I think that that matters more to teams than seeing the 40s and stuff. That stuff, again, all confirmation, and it's important. It's not unimportant. I mean, if that's the thing, you know, I mean, yeah, there are some guys that play faster than the 40 time, and you're going to miss on them, and they're going to slip in the draft a little bit because teams get scared off. But a lot of times it is important to know, hey, this guy's really, really good in the short shuttle. That means he's got a lot of explosiveness. He's got a great vertical jump. That 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 matters. I mean, being a great athlete in the NFL does matter. So I think that that it matters, but it's not to be all end all the teams. I, I think they, this is just one data point of very many they use. Combine going on this week. All the teams over there given kind of a breakdown of their organization, where they're at. Everybody acts happy, and, and they're all positive. Like, uh, how about the Steelers GM today? Full confidence in Kenny Pickett. Do you buy that? No, not at all. Not, not even a little tiny bit. I, I mean, what else is he going to – a lot of times, look, where we are in the sports calendar – you know, as, as February gets done here, you got two weeks for free agency. You don't know what's going to happen. The Pittsburgh Steelers don't know what's going to be available to them, whether it's Justin Fields or somebody in the draft or a free agent. What's he supposed to say? I mean, he, there's really no good answer to that question of, you know, how do you feel about Kenny Pickett? Well, it might end up that he is their starter uh, week one just because they didn't really find a better option. And you don't want to be saying on February 29th, ah, yeah, we, we don't really trust in Kenny Pickett anymore. So, I think a lot of this is just, what else can you say? I, if he would have said something other than that, it would have been newsworthy to be. It would have been, whoa, they, they've totally given up on this already. Now, maybe, I mean, and, and you know, they did draft him in the first round two years ago. He did show flashes his rookie year. Not all the time, but a lot, some, some of those fourth-quarter comebacks. It's at least reasonable to think that they still have some faith left in him, that he, he could be a good quarterback, but... I also don't think that necessarily means he's a quarterback on opening day. I think they're going to probably, you know, discreetly as they can, look at all the options they can and, and see what their best option is for week one. And it, it might end up being Kenny Pickett, and at that point, they're going to be pretty happy that, that they did give them that vote of confidence on February 29th. Okay, Frank Schwab, you're based out of Denver, so why do you think the Broncos are waiting on the Russell Wilson stuff? Is it... They didn't want to answer questions the entire week about him. They still had to answer questions, but if they would have done something now, that would have you know blew up the whole thing. What what are they waiting for? My assumption is the hail mary of a trade possibility, which I think is zero point zero 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 one percent. But maybe they think that that there's some team out there desperate enough that. Hey, if they, we take on a portion of this contract, you'll give us something for Russell Wilson. A lot of desperate teams around the league don't know what their quarterback's going to be next year. I, I don't think it's going to happen, but you never know. I mean, hey, I've been surprised before by stuff like this. So I assume the only assumption I can possibly have is the Hail Mary that they find a team they can trade with or the Hail Mary that Russell Wilson completely takes a 90% pay cut or whatever 
would would keep him on the team. I don't think either one's happening. But what's what's really the rush for the Broncos? I guess they have a deadline. Uh, they know when that contract, when the salary for 2025 becomes guaranteed, they're not going to reach that. He's going to be gone before then, one way or another. So what's the rush? Why, why do it now when you can do it in a week? Okay. Um. So I'm going to stick with the Broncos. Are they a little bit crazy for going down this road? Because Sean Payton said our job's to find the next QB without a line through it. He was talking about crossing all the quarterbacks off the list on a meme. Yeah. He said our job's to find the next guy with no line through it. So it looks like they're going to try and go after the draft here. Is is this crazy? I I, I think that their, their options are limited. To me, look, I don't think they got Russell Wilson. I don't know why they pulled the plug on this so quickly. He was not a bad quarterback last year. He wasn't great. He wasn't what they signed up for. He's not exactly what they're paying for, but better than what they're going to have under center next year. I, I can almost guarantee you that. So I wouldn't personally take an $85 million cap hit just to get rid of him. But I do understand that the way the contract's structured, we're talking about year and a half. You're talking about guaranteeing a, con- uh, a salary for not 24, but 25. And they maybe just don't want the multi-year commitment, to, even if you're going, they'd rather go year by year, but that's not feasible right now. So you look and you say, okay, we're taking an $85 million cap hit. Yes. What, what are we going to do at court? Like, they can't afford Kirk Cousins uh, unless they get crazy with structuring a deal. If they want Justin Fields uh, to get in that trade market, maybe you can make that work. If, if you, you manage a cap and somehow get get through that this year and, and then you can pay Justin Fields next year. But I just don't think they have any other real options other than drafting a guy. And starting this all over and hoping Bo Nix is the answer, whoever it's going to be when they're drafting, as you said, the guys who aren't crossed out. And I just don't see any other really viable option unless you just plump the season. And you say, you know what, Jared Stidham, he's under contract. Just play him. Whatever happens, happens. Maybe we draft someone in the mid-rounds and try to get lucky. We don't love this quarterback class. But if you want to accelerate this you know, fixing quarterback situation, uh, trying to hit a home run in round one of the draft is, is going to be their best way to do it. So I, I, I guess once you make the decision to move on from Russ, this is what you got to do. Your options are so limited because of that cap hit. That's why I say the, the crazy part is because you're going to be responsible for that cap hit. Yeah, I mean, you are responsible for that. Essentially, you're paying Russell Wilson, and he's going to be playing somewhere else. Who do you think could take a run at him? I, I threw out the Steelers and Pickett. Are the Steelers in the mix on that? They could be. Uh, the team that keeps coming to my mind is Minnesota, and it sounds like it's going to work out with Kirk, maybe. But I just keep thinking, why? Why does why does Minnesota just want to run this back with a quarterback who's a year older coming off Achilles surgery? What what sense does that make? Uh, but I also think I, I, I really truly believe there is a scenario where, where Russell Wilson just loses in the game of musical chairs. I mean, as we sit here talking about this, I can't come up with a great team. I can't sit here and say. Well, that team makes perfect sense for Russell Wilson, and especially with, you know, I don't know how much money he's going to be asking for, but it's not nothing. So I don't know. I, I can. I don't think it's a, a high probability, but I think there's a probability. We're sitting here in September, kind of a Carson Wentz situation. Where we're like, whoa, that, that guy didn't sign anywhere because there's no fit. There's, he's not a backup. You don't want to be a backup. He made a ton of money. Uh, but what team really fits? Uh, the Raiders, maybe? I, I A lot of these teams are going to draft a guy who they don't want Russell Wilson starting ahead of Drake May or whoever they draft. So I just don't know. I don't have a great answer for that question. I don't know where Russell Wilson's playing next year. 
and I think it's at least feasible, possible that I think he's going to be 36 next year. That he's just kind of out until somebody gets hurt, and he kind of you know does the Joe Flacco plan. Frank Schwab tonight, NFL writer, combines winding down this week. YahooSports.com for his coverage. Find him on Twitter X at Yahoo Schwab. Frank, always good to have you. Thanks for hopping on. That's why I appreciate it. Appreciate your time. Frank Schwab in on a Thursday. Yahoo Sports National NFL writer on the Nate Brown Show. He's on Twitter X at Yahoo Schwab. Follow him there uh, here on a Thursday. That's interesting. And um, he's saying, well, will Russell find a home? No, he'll find a home. Russell Wilson will find a home because he's going to be able to go play someplace for, like, the veteran minimum if he wants to do that. The Broncos are going to be responsible for this money on the cap hit stuff. So, so the Broncos are going to be responsible. If they uh, release him, then he'll be able to go someplace and play for cheap. And so somebody's going to take that. 3,000 yards, 26 touchdowns, only eight interceptions, 98 passer rating. Somebody's going to take that. Sean Payton is going to screw it up, but, you know, he already has. And so then somebody's going to take that. I've always said, why not the Vikings? If you're not sure about Kirk, you want to pay Kirk $40 million a year? $40 million a year? And you could work a deal for Russell Wilson and a lot cheaper have the Broncos on the hook? I don't know why the Vikings aren't doing that deal right here, right now. All right, let's go to Tyler Tochman. Hawkeyes beat writer. He covers Caitlin Clark in Iowa basketball. Big news out of there today. We'll get his reaction from the Des Moines Register next. You're listening to the Nate Brown Show. Ready to be part of something big? Meet the Rapid City Sports Commission, the powerhouse behind sports in Rapid City. The commission focuses on bringing regional and national tournaments, supporting homegrown events, and creating opportunities for our kids. But it's not just games, it's a win-win for all of us. Youth sports fuel our economy. Hosting events in Rapid City means out-of-town families shop, dine, and stay with us, which boosts sales tax revenues, too. To get in on the action, visit rcsportscommission.com, where we're all about the hustle. Just when you thought the deals couldn't get better, they got better at Spearfish GMC. New GMC Sierra 1500 models up to 6000 cash back with qualified trade-in. Or, just announced, 2.9 APR for 72 months on select new Sierras. Not 36, 48, or 60. It's 2.9 for 72 months. Now that's an offer you can't refuse. See Spearfish GMC Cadillac online at spearfishmotors.com. All right, Rapid City, a big announcement from one of my favorite places, Poor 54 downtown. If you're looking for the best happy hour, they've got it. It starts at 3 p.m. with $3 domestic taps and street tacos. Then at 4, $4 South Dakota brewed taps. Then at 5, it's $5 all taps and Detroit-style pizzas on special. Again, it's the Beat the Clock happy hour at Poor 54 from 3 to 6. Poor 54, downtown Main Street, Rapid City. As a business owner now, Black Hills Tire has an interesting motto, one car, one customer, one opportunity at a time. We just want to portray that every person that comes in, we're going to give you our undivided attention. You're not a number to us. Every single individual customer, every single individual thing we do for that customer is what makes us. Yeah. Every time you come into our store, this time, next time, the time after that, every single one is an individual chance for us to earn your trust. Check us out at blackhillstire.com. We're all going somewhere. 
going higher, faster, farther, going in new directions to new places. At Monument Health, we keep going so you can keep going. We're dedicated to advanced orthopedic care with the latest innovations, technology, expertise, and treatment. So keep exploring. Keep making memories. Keep going with Monument Health as your partner. Learn more at monument.health slash orthopedics. Live from the Anytime Auto Sales Service and Details Studio, sales, service, and recreation, this is Fox Sports Rapid City. The Nate Brown Show live. That's Journey on the Nate Brown Show, everybody. I used to be a DJ, you know. That's Journey live tonight at Summit Arena at the Monument here in Rapid City. You going to Journey tonight? I got youth basketball practice tonight, man. Who schedules that on the night of Journey? Come on. Journey tonight live in Rapid City. Enjoy that. I've heard the show's good. I've heard it's a great show. They were just in Sioux Falls. Tyler Tashman's on tonight from the Des Moines Register. Covers the Hawkeyes. Big news out of Iowa basketball. Caitlin Clark announces a couple hours ago she's going to go to the WNBA after the season concludes. She had one year of eligibility left. She's going to the WNBA. Tyler, good to have you on for the first time. How are you? I'm doing well. And uh, so are you coaching uh, yeah. your game tonight, or <laughs> yeah. are you just a spectator? I'm coaching, and it's just practice, oh. Tyler. It's practice. Oh, it's I don't know what I'm doing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Big mistake. Wow. Big mistake. <laughs> um, you got to see Journey when they're in town. Okay, speaking of the show, man, I, I said this, Tyler. I said, Caitlin's the show. She is the show. She's the most marketable female athlete, I think, in sports. I'm not talking college basketball or anything. I'm saying in sports. So now she's going to go to the WNBA. What's the reaction the last two and a half hours? I don't think anybody's, like, shocked out there, right? I've heard that this was probably what she's going to do. But what's the reaction in Iowa? No, I think it's now there's kind of uh, definitely a finality to her career. I think people definitely had the idea that it was going to be coming up soon. And, and like you said, this wasn't a huge surprise. Um, she's broken so many records. She's accomplished so much at the college level that, I mean, it, it really didn't feel like she had any more left to prove. The, the only thing I could see is if uh, Iowa doesn't get to the Final Four, doesn't win the national championship, that maybe she would want to come back and try to achieve some of those team goals. But there really isn't anything left for her uh, to accomplish at the college level, and it just kind of felt like that next step was obvious. You know, going to the WNBA, she needed a new challenge, um, the next thing. So I think there is the reaction. It's not a lot of surprise, but it's more of you know coming to the conclu- you know the the conclusion that this is going to be it for her. You know, this this last run. Um, you know, Ohio State at Carver Hawkeye Arena uh, coming up, but then you have the Big Ten tournament, and then. Uh, the NCAA tournament, and then that's going to be it for her Iowa career. So um, definitely kind of soaking up uh, this this last ride because now we know for sure that it is the last one. You tell me, Tyler, you cover Iowa Hawkeyes basketball. How much has she transformed Iowa women's basketball um, just the last two years, really? I mean, I know she was playing there earlier. Last two years, it's been a national um, star. 
No, I think it's gotten to the point where when people talk about Iowa, if you just bring up Iowa, people think about Caitlin Clark. That's how big it's gotten. And, I, I mean, I think it's, one, just good for the women's basketball program in that there's going to be a Caitlin Clark effect in recruiting. Like, to be able to have that to market uh, the fact that she went to Iowa and, and that you have – all these young girls watching her, um, not only in the Midwest, but also across the country, that, hey, they're going to want to follow in her footsteps and play at Iowa. So that's, that's one part of it, of the fact that beyond when Caitlin Clark leaves, which now we know exactly when that's going to be, um, they're going to still feel the positive effects of her um, in moving forward. But also just like the University of Iowa as a whole, the fact that yeah. th- this has kind of put, in a, put a spotlight on the university all the attention that it's gotten, and it does when you talk about superstardom. You know, I, I hesitate a little bit to make this comparison because I don't think it's quite at that magnitude, but it's almost like a LeBron James type, uh, you know, spotlight where almost everything she does, there's attention attached to it, right? Like she, you know, every little thing, every commercial, every, she comes out with her own cereal, like, it's followed, and, and people want to know what's happening, and, and um, it's become kind of a thing that's just bigger than bigger than her almost. Like, it's out of her control, sort of, how the, the narrative and media and, um, you know, how much – that's how high she has uh, risen into stardom. So, yeah. that you know, it has it's, – it's been, you know, I think the word to probably describe it would be transformative. Yeah, most popular female athlete in sports to me – most marketable female athlete in sports. Tyler Tashman covers Iowa Hawkeyes basketball. Des Moines Register uh, here on the Nate Brown Show. Caitlin Clark announcing she'll be going to the WNBA after the conclusion of the season. Um, Here's the tough question. She's got all these kids, all these fans. She's sold out arenas. She's the most watched women's basketball games of all time on ABC, Big Ten, uh, Fox, FS1, NBC. Will she carry, not all of the fans, because I don't think she will, will she carry a bunch of fans to the WNBA? I think that she will, and it's in part because, you know, the reason that she has become kind of this magnetic figure is because of the way she plays. And she's still going to be playing, and she's still going to be putting highlights. And now the fact that the Indiana Fever have the number one overall pick, and and you're going to pair her up with Aaliyah Boston, um, you know that that has the potential to to have all all type of highlights and stuff. So I, I think she will, and I actually think that this decision uh, it was going to happen at some point. But it's good for the WNBA. I think it's going to get more eyes on the WNBA. You know, when you talk about women's basketball growing, um, you know, now I think she's going to take some of that spotlight onto the WNBA. So um, I think it might just be a slightly different audience, and and maybe even a bigger audience. Um, but, you know, certainly all the Iowa fans are going to continue to follow her and, and track her progress. But um, I think that the one thing that, you know, that draws people to her is her game. You know, the fact that she plays with so much flair, confidence. She's shooting, you know, threes from the logo. Yeah. Um, and that all that all is going to be the same in the WNBA. You know, it's still, it's still the same game. Now maybe there might be a slight transition to playing at that level, but um, the fact that people are drawn to her is because of how she plays and and, and that's not going to change it's just going to change where she's doing that will she have an impact on women's college basketball i mean people watch to watch her i mean that is true will she have an impact there by growing the game as she did 
Yes, I, I think, you know, she will obviously have moved on to the next level, but when you talk about the discourse around and energy around women's basketball, it's just seemed to really rise the last handful of years, and that's when, you know, I think it's in part to Caitlin Clark and Angel Reese, and, and you kind of have some of these, uh, you know, Haley Van List, you kind of have some of these budding superstars uh, in women's basketball that collectively have gotten more eyes on the sport um, and ha- have drawn more excitement around it. So um, they did their part when it when it comes to put, giving a bigger platform to, to women's college basketball. And now I think um, even though they're gone, you have more people that have kind of gained interest in it. And so, um, you know, some of those people are still going to hold on. Maybe there will be a few less because she's not playing. But I think the hope is that once Caitlin Clark is gone, then there's going to be another superstar that watched Caitlin Clark uh, that's going to kind of fill those shoes. And now I, I say that it, taking taking that with a grain of salt of that, I, I don't know if there will ever be another Caitlin Clark, um, but there will be other superstars. There'll, other be, there'll be other kind of heirs to that throne. Um, so, you know, kind of could be, uh, you know, the start of a chain of, you know, just more eyes on, on college women's college basketball and, and the stars that kind of come with it. Regular season home finale. Now we know that for Caitlin Clark, it's Sunday taking on Ohio State. I was going to watch the game anyway. Uh, I told my youth basketball team to watch their first one that they played, and that was a heck of a showdown. Uh, we'll do it again Sunday. Now, Caitlin Clark going to the WNBA if, uh, as soon as Iowa's season is done. Unbelievable star. Tyler Tashman covers the scene, covers Hawkeyes basketball for the Des Moines Register, the number one uh, paper there. Tyler, good to have you, man. Thanks for hopping on tonight. Yeah, thank you for having me. I appreciate your time. Uh, Des Moines Register, Hawkeyes beat writer Tyler Tashman on tonight, talking Caitlin Clark here on Fox Sports Rapid City. So that's the story. She's going to the WNBA. Some people were hoping, uh, hoping, can she come back one more year at Iowa? Well, she had one year of eligibility remaining. She's not going to do it. She's going to go to the WNBA. My only concern, and this is this is real to me, it's the WNBA season. Like people say, well, people will still watch her. It's her game. It's her flair. It's her style. I, I, I get it. That's why we love watching her. I mean, she plays like nobody has played. It's the WNBA season, May to September. It's the WNBA brand of their teams. You, people don't know the teams. It's just not followed in the summer. It's not followed that closely. Will she grow that? I think so. But I don't know if it'll be like women's college basketball has risen over the last two years, big time. And you can say, well, it's this player, too, and that player, too. It's Caitlin Clark. It is Caitlin Clark. End of story. What will happen next? That'll be interesting to watch. Next on this show, Thursday, happy hour with Rob Kegron. He's back and ready. There's a lot to discuss with Rob. We will start with the college football playoff. There's another idea being thrown around. We're going to go to 12 teams next year, right? Well, now maybe 14, and then these conferences say, here's how we want to do this for the college football playoff. Do you think this is right? We'll get into a lot of stuff. Rob Kegron on his way in for a Thursday happy hour coming up. From high school to college to the pros, this is the Nate Brown Show on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM, Fox Sports, Rapid City. 
ever wish you had a take back? Highmark Credit Union is pleased to offer innovative loans with take back. Most banks and credit unions make you choose between paying ahead on a loan or saving for emergencies. We do things differently. At Highmark, you can have both. Access the cash you paid above your monthly minimum whenever you need it. Make the smart money move. Highmark Credit Union. Highmark. FCU.com. The highly anticipated Box Elder Event Center is now open. The Box is the Midwest's newest and most innovative facility that makes any event a cut above the rest. Featuring native hardwood floors, digital scoreboards, color-changing lights, and an enormous space to host multiple games at once, the Box is the premier youth sports venue. Are you ready to take your sports event to the next level? It's time to play at the Box. To get your event started, visit thebox.live. KIMM Rapid City at K294BD Rapid City. The Black Hills Sports Station, 106.7 FM and 1150 AM. Fox Sports Rapid City. Make winter driving a bit easier in a pre-owned SUV from Denny Menho Rushmore Honda. Choose from late model local trains, Fords, GMCs, Toyotas, Nissans, Jeeps, Subarus, Chevys, and more. Plus, we have the area's best selection of pre-owned Honda and Honda certified pre-owned trucks and SUVs. To make it easier on your bank account, buy with no money down and make no payments for 90 days. The used sport utilities you want are here at Denny Menho Rushmore Honda or RushmoreHonda.com. Round 3 of the Rapid City Rivalry takes place this Friday on Fox Sports Rapid City. It's the rubber match this Friday as the Rapid City Stevens Raiders battle the Rapid City Central Cobblers in a Class AA Sodak 16 girls playoff game with a berth to the state tournament on the line. Join Dean Gurren and Jerome Wickersham for all the action, beginning with the pregame show at 545, followed by the tip-off at 6. The Raiders and the Cobblers in the Sodak 16 playoffs Friday right here on Fox Sports Rapid City. Cadillac Jacks is celebrating 22 years as Deadwood Premier Gaming Resort by giving away $51,000 in cash and prizes. Every Friday and Saturday night, Cadillac Jacks will draw multiple winners every 30 minutes starting at 8 p.m. The prize packages grow by $100 each hour, leading up to the grand prize at midnight of a $1,000, $222 prize package every Friday night and a $2,222 prize package every Saturday night. It's Celebrate 22 progressive giveaways at Cadillac Jacks Gaming Resort. How will your night play? out. Hi, it's Colin Coward. Great to be in the Black Hills. Getting the herd weekdays 10 to 1 on 1067 FM and 1150 AM. Fox Sports Rapid City. Welcome back in. That is Toto, ladies and gentlemen. Toto on the Nate Brown Show on Fox Sports Rapid City. Toto tonight, opening for Journey at the Summit Arena at the Monument. I got youth basketball practice. What am I doing? I mean, it's Journey. I know it's not Steve Perry, but it's Journey, Toto. Enjoy the show tonight. It's a good show. I love it. I love it. Good stuff. Rob Kegron's in studio. It's Thursday happy hour brought to you by the Skybox downtown, right above the firehouse. You're home for March Madness coming up. Are you ready? Also, the Rush, when they're on the road, they're on at the Skybox, the Rush headquarters, right above the firehouse. Okay, Rob Kegron, you are a Journey fan. You I are sure a Journey am. fan. Yes, I am. Um, and I've heard that the show is still really good. I know it's no Steve Perry, and it's hard to get over that, right? It's hard to get over that. 
I've heard Journey Toto. That's pretty good. It sure is. I mean, it's classic. I do have a hard time with it not being Steve Perry, just because his voice is so incredible. And you even said to me off the air, the, the guy who they got to replace him, I think it's from the Philippines, if I remember. He's outstanding, I heard. Yeah, and he sounds a lot like Perry, but it's Steve Perry is so such an iconic voice in the history of music. Hard for me to get past that. I'm not going to the concert tonight, but I, I know a lot of people are going. I have a lot of friends who texted me this afternoon expecting to see me there, and I'm not going to be there. But it, it, I'm sure it's going to be a hell of a show. Okay, enjoy the show. Journey Toto tonight um, here on the Nate Brown Show. I want to get to this. So, so let me start with the college football playoff. Rob, when you were here a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about it's going to 12 teams. So, so it's going to go to 12 teams next year. And they're going to lay it out. Here's how we're going to have the conference champions and stuff. Now there's already talk of tweaking it to 14 teams. And then here's what the SEC and Big Ten want to do. They say we deserve three automatic spots. Our conference champion, of course, and then two teams that are the highest ranked after that. Every year, SEC three, Big Ten three. Then we'll fill it out with the ACC. We'll give you guys two. We'll give the Big 12 two. And then we'll have opening spots for the Notre Dames and, and whoever after that. So are you, are you telling me SEC, Big Ten, these massive conferences, do they legitimately deserve three when you look at the programs there? That's what the discussion is. We want three. We want to go to 14. I don't believe that any conference deserves more than one automatic bid of those what? big conferences. Not more than one. Well, you know, no. Ohio State, Oregon, Washington. I mean, you got when Michigan. I mean, win your conference. Win your conference. Win your conference championship game. And you get to be the team that represents your conference. Now, that's not to say that most years the Big Ten, particularly the way it's going to be formed now, the Big Ten and the SEC, most years they're probably going to get three. Some years they're going to get four. I would be shocked, wouldn't be shocked if some of the years they get five. You know, at least one of those conferences might get five in the playoff. But to guarantee them that, guarantee that doesn't it. allow for the ebbs and flows of conferences. And I know this is going to be a weird parallel, but think about college basketball. You and I remember the days where the ACC had eight, nine, ten teams yes. in every single year. Very good. Yep. And now they're more like three, four, five, yep. right? So are, are they better or worse? Well, there are going to be ups and downs. There might be two or three years where those conferences, for whatever reason, even though they have all these great teams, aren't as great. And so why would we guarantee them those spots? Why not just give them one? I know why the conference wants it, but if you just from a sports fan's perspective, why guarantee three spots? They say, hey, listen, we're going to be playing against each other. We're going to beat each other. Of course we deserve three spots. Michigan's going to have to play Washington and Oregon now. I mean, we got a tough schedule. SEC, Texas, Oklahoma, we're going to be playing each other. So we need three spots. That's the argument. They think... We're the biggest boys in the house. We need the biggest seat at the table. Oh, I, I, if I were running those conferences, I would do the same thing. But you guys chose it this way, right? The big, it's called the Big Ten. Now it's the Big 20, right? <laughs> you guys want it to be a giant national conference. Okay, well, it's still a conference. Should we wait it a little more? You want to give them two automatic spots? I guess I could sign up for that, the fact that they have – basically 20 teams in each of these conferences, I could probably go in along with giving them two. But three, right, especially if you go to 14, three on both of those is now six, yeah, which is six. just short of 50% of the yeah. playoff. That I don't like. Okay. I could see four. 
Uh, listener text coming in, 720-1067. Thanks for being here on the Nate Brown Show. Listener text, the Big Ten should have three. So, listener, he, he said the Big Ten should have three. Um, and I would expect the Big Ten fan would say the SEC should have three then, too. Uh, that's what the big uh, conferences are going to tell you. Now, here's one that maybe we're overlooking. How about the ACC? They're going to get two automatic. So, so sometimes in the ACC, you only have Clemson. That's it. I know Florida State was in there this last. Sometimes it's just Clemson. Now I'm going to guarantee another spot and the Big 12. Who am I? Somebody's going to win the Big 12, and then the second-place team's going to get a spot, too. I might have even an issue with that. I completely agree, and that's why I would say go to two for the SEC and the Big 10 and one for these other conferences, okay. the ACC, Big okay. 12, because then that seems a bit fair. But I agree. That's how it is now. They're going to go one for every power conference, just one, and then the highest-ranked teams after that. Why do we have to screw this up? This past year— it was Florida State in the in the ACC, and then who was next? I think Louisville, and they weren't very good, right? So now we're giving them an automatic just because they're part of a big conference and they come in second in the conference. I, I, I don't think that's – I don't think you're necessarily setting yourself up for getting the best teams in every single year. There are going to be times where – it's going to be a kind of a smorgasbord of two from every conference, every of the big conferences, and other times where it might be four from the Big Ten SEC and one from the ACC. Why pigeonhole yourself into say it has to be this one, it has to be that one? You win your conference, even in pro sports, you win your division, you're in. Then it's wild card yes, based yeah. on record. You said why? We know why. They say we get three spots in, we get all the money. Yeah. So the more teams you get in, the more money you get. So they know they're going to get the money. That's where. That's where they're going with this. However, what happened to you're going to be able to get teams in if you're good. You have 12 spots right now. Why do we have to not even try the 12? We have to change it before we even try it. That's what they're talking about. We're going to go with 12, and it's the power leagues that win. You're in. Open spots after that. Now they're like, well, what if there's good teams that are going to take the spots of our big teams that are in there? So we want that money. So I think they are going to change this. I don't know if they're going to get three in each. SEC Big Ten, that's the proposal. We'll see where it lands. Does this devalue the regular season? And then we'll move on. I, I look at it. I love college football every week. you got to win. And if you lose, you're kind of worried. If i got three spots in the SEC Big Ten when Ohio State goes down earlier, they're not too worried, are they? Of course not. If, of course it devalues the regular season. If you know that you have three chances, if you're an Ohio State team, you might be in that top three with two losses. Right? Yes, Don't worry yes. about the one. You can absolutely take on the one, and you're still going to be killer. in the three. It's a complete killer. And I think a big part of this problem, Nate, is when you look at all of the pro sports, there's one person in charge, a commissioner, whether we like them or not, Goodell, yeah. Manfred, uh, Bettman, whatever the guys, Adam Silver. There's one guy making the decision. Now, the owners have a say. They get a vote. But you're essentially giving power to these commissioners of each conference. Yes, yes. And so the two that have the most power are going to say, colluding. well, yes. we're going to get in together. You need an independent person to say what is best for the product that we're going to give out, not what's best for the two biggest conferences. Happy hour on a Thursday. The Nate Brown Show with Rob Kegron live in studio, brought to you by the Skybox, Rapid City's premier sports bar right above the firehouse downtown. Hey, did you see this? I haven't touched on it a lot, a little bit, and we'll get into it. I wonder what Rob thinks of this. The NFL players graded their own teams, okay? So people make this kind of a big deal. What do we think of how we grade our owner, our coach, 
our team nutritionist, our weight room. What do we think of the grades? We'll break it down next. You're listening to The Nate Brown Show. Follow us and watch the show live on Twitter at Nate Brown Show. Tis the season for four-wheel and all-wheel drives, and we have the best at Denny Menno Toyota. We have new inventory in stock and more arriving daily. Choose some new Toyota Tundras, Camrys, and more. On the lot and on the way. Factory cash incentives and low interest rate financing are available on gas and hybrid models. Find your new Toyota on our lot, on our website, or reserve one that's on the way. See us at Denny Menho Toyota or DennyMenholtoyota.com. Nearly 150 years ago, Americans didn't race across the plains to settle. They pioneered. They toiled and ground the land into the world we know today, creating opportunities, not just for themselves, but for future generations. Don't settle. Pioneer. Pioneer Bank and Trust. Local. Member FDIC. Today on Hey Culligan, buy to save. Here's a text from Devin in Denver. Hey Culligan, I'd love a water softener, but I don't want to pay for it. Devin, I can't help you there, but a Culligan high-efficiency softener can help you save oodles on energy and detergent, so the savings can be even greater than the cost. And I'm getting a mind-blown emoji followed by... Yes, please. Devin, the savings are already on the way. Let us help you out with a free in-home water test with a local Culligan water expert at Culligan.com. Here's your Fox Sports Rapid City forecast. A wind advisory begins at 11 p.m. tonight and continues until 9 a.m. tomorrow. Lows around 42 tonight under mainly clear skies. Southwest winds 10 to 20 miles per hour. High temperatures reach up to 67 tomorrow. Sunshine mixed with clouds at times. Chance for mixed precipitation tomorrow night. Lows level off around 32. That's your forecast on the Black Hills Sports Station, Fox Sports Rapid City. Right now, it's 60 degrees. This isn't just the sound of a legendary Brunswick pool table. It's the sound of families about to make memories together. And while this may sound like the hum of a spa, listen closely and you'll hear backyard fun for years to come. So while Splash City's guarantee of quality sure sounds good, we know quality time sounds even better. What's another burger? Splash City, 1024 West Omaha, across from Connects in Rapid City. Hi, this is Dr. Dan Jensen at Physio. We want to be your trusted partner for physical therapy, athlete development, and sports rehab. As the official strength and conditioning partners for Stevens, Central, Douglas, and the Rapid City Rush, our team at Physio is building the best athletes in the Black Hills. If you have an athlete in the family, we offer long-term athlete development at affordable prices for middle and high school students. We also have the only board-certified sports PT in Rapid City. At our brand-new facility, Physio is ready to help you perform at your best. One-on-one physical therapy, athlete development, and sports rehab, all at one place. Get started at bhphysio.com. If you're like a lot of South Dakotans, you've made a purchase online for services or products and have had no issues. Unfortunately, scammers view the Internet as their playground, and they're constantly deploying new scams to attempt to take your hard-earned funds. Fraudulent websites have grown by leaps. Consumers and businesses need to check all aspects of a website before making any type of purchase. Questions regarding this scam should be directed to South Dakota Attorney General's Consumer Protection at 800-300-1986. Live from the Anytime Auto Sales Service and Details Studio, Sales, Service, and Recreation, this is Fox Sports Rapid City. 
Dakota Sports Talk Show, the Nate Brown Show, live on Fox Sports Rapid City, 1067 FM, 1150 AM. Stream us all the time, foxsportsrapidcity.com. If you get out of the radio range, you can catch us there, foxsportsrapidcity.com. This show on Twitter right now, at Nate Brown Show. Follow us and watch the show live on Twitter, X, at Nate Brown Show. And if you missed some of the show, the Nate Brown Show podcast available. You can download it where you find your favorite podcast, Spotify, Amazon, Apple. I know there's some Apple fans here in the house here tonight. So uh, the <laughs> Nate Brown Show podcast on Apple as well. Okay, uh, Rob Tegron's in studio on a Thursday happy hour brought to you by the Skybox. So this NFL survey comes out every year. The Combine's going on, and then they always release this survey. It's the players ranking and grading their own teams. I went over it a little bit last night. The one I find interesting, Rob, is when I grade my head coach. I find that interesting. Do I do I like him? Is it good that I like him? How, how do I grade my coach? And I also find it interesting, how do I grade my owner? Do I like the owner? What do I think of the owner and things like this? I don't think you can take this to the bank because everybody's wound up that the Kansas City Chiefs have like F grade of an owner, F grade of a locker room. So, so they have some bad grades. The Chiefs are way down the list, 31st, 31st overall grade from their own players. What do you take away from this? Well, and I, I was completely surprised when I read that. I, I, I think what it tells you, and in fact, probably the NFLPA, the Players Association, doesn't want a result like that because what it tells you is none of this matters, right, Nate? I mean, uh, yeah, if, I guess if you if you rank your own team thirty first, and you are the most successful franchise over the last five years. Well, who cares? Like, if I were the owner, right, I'm like, well, clearly you guys don't need any of that stuff because we're winning without it. Now, I think they should make the, the changes. Uh, it did feel, when I read some of it, like that they just had, like, a d- dated facilities, which doesn't make a lot of sense for a team that's so successful. Um, I, I am a little surprised that you could be that good, that successful, and not really enjoy the environment that you're in, other than your head coach, because they so, loved him. Yeah, so A-plus for Andy Reid, that's a key. A-plus, he was the highest-graded uh, coach in the entire league. But they did give bad grades, and I look at it this way. These are the younger players, like this generation. They've been through college. All the nice facilities. Man, they just take care of us. They do everything for us. I do believe it does paint uh, uh, point to... We have nice locker rooms. We have nice this. We have all the bells and whistles. This is the generation, I think, that came up through that college facilities enhancement thing. Yep. And now they're like, man, this place here, the Chiefs, this place stinks. Yeah. I was just at Clemson with a lazy river going through campus. Yeah, I mean, imagine if you were in, in, in part of the Alabama Crimson Tide. It has facilities that would I'd probably be better than 90% of I the wonder, NFL teams. Just Maybe 100% of, of them. Yeah, I think it has a lot to do with it, that they are really spoiled on that college level, and then they get to the NFL, and they're just one of 53, and we're, we're going to do it our way. Our way has worked for a long time. You're going to have to get over it. And guess what? You may not have the uh, Lazy River through campus like at UCF, but you're getting paid like millions of dollars, so we're going to give you the money. The facilities can't be that bad, guys, but nonetheless, that's, that's some of the grades. I'm going to look at this. Your New York Giants were got an overall grade of eight. Eight in the league. I mean, that's nice, but they're up there. Jaguars, Vikings, Dolphins, they all got nice grades. What do they have to show for it? Doesn't mean anything. 
Yeah. <laughs> These are we're losers, right? I mean, the Vikings were, did not have a great season. No. Dolphins had an okay season, but not great. I mean, didn't didn't get past the the first round of the playoffs. So it doesn't really say much. It doesn't really say much. So what would you say? What what's your overall thought? Do you want your players to give your coach Brian Dable? He got an A minus, putting him right in the middle with Sean Payton, my coach with the Broncos. My coach didn't get great grades, though, on does he listen to us. He was in the bottom of that. Does he listen to us, and does he uh, um, care about us? He was in the bottom of that. Brian Dayball got an A-. minus. What does that say? I think it says that, you know, in a rough season, he probably didn't lose his locker room, right, that those players still are motivated to play for him. I think that grade is probably more indicative of something that is real that's going on in that locker room. So you think about the Chiefs, right? They hated the facilities, but they go into that locker room every day, and they love playing for that guy. Yeah. And so they, they give him everything. The one that I noticed was Arthur Smith and the Falcons. He got like a C-, minus, C I plus. think. C-plus. It was yep. a C-plus. Well, if that's not indicative of a team that just has kind of given up on their coach, maybe. And I always kind of thought that Arthur Smith would be more of a player's coach, but something wasn't connecting between those players and him. So I think that grade of all of the ones that are there, that might actually mean something because you're going to, over the course of 53 players, you're going to have some players who don't like the coach, no doubt about it, particularly maybe if they're not playing as much as they would like. But the average of it is going to be pretty good if they like playing for the guy and they play hard for him. And if they had a rough season, they still played hard for him and they gave him a good grade. That's probably a good sign. Here's one thing for you. Mike McCarthy of the Cowboys got an A. He got an A, and you give him a – what did you give him, a D? Yeah, D-plus at best. <laughs> I mean, the guy stinks. Should have been fired. He's, his players gave him an A. He's up there with Sean McVay. Because he's so easygoing, probably, McCarthy. Doesn't, you know, it doesn't hold anyone to task, which is why they never win anything. So I think it can work both ways, uh, right? You know, right. if, if the all coach right. is really easy on the players and the players like that, that doesn't necessarily translate to wins. Sean Payton, first-year head coach with the Broncos. Right in the middle, he's number 14. I don't. I don't think that's great. Number fourteen. He just came in. Players are like, eh. He's was, all right. It was a terrible season, and Russell Wilson got benched. I thought he would have been near the bottom, to be quite honest. The fact that he's not means that those players don't completely hate him. Um, Josh mishandles. I mean McDaniel's. I keep saying that. <laughs> Josh mishandles. Worst grade out of any NFL coach. He got a D. Um, Ron Rivera coming in at a C, and those guys are no longer employed. I'm going to look at it this way. What do you think of the players uh, grading their own team, coach, owner? What is the end goal here? What is the point of this? It's, it's to show that the players don't have a good situation here or there. The Players Association is trying to say, hey, you team should do this, this, and this. That's what it feels like. And, and I think they should do that, right? I mean, the NFL prints money. And the player. did you see the one, Nate, where the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they – require their younger players to room with another guy when they're yes, on the road yes. and they can opt out of that for like something like $17,000 for the year or something. I don't I don't think it was quite that much. Maybe 1700. It yeah, was Yeah. But these are young players playing on rookie contracts. Give them their own room for a night while you're on the road. How cheap can you possibly be? I would say I think you need to give the guys their own room. They're grown adults, Nate. <laughs> you gotta give them their own room. You and room. I are not gonna share a room together. <laughs> I mean, we go on the road and take the, you go to take the show on the road, and I hey. show up with you. We're gonna have our own rooms. Hey, back in the day in the radio budget, back in my day when I was just starting out, I was sharing rooms with some program directors, and let me tell you, 
Right, when you had to earn your stripes, these guys are drafted as professional football <laughs> players. I got it. Uh, but you're still a rookie. Sorry, you want to opt out? Uh, you don't want to share the bed? Uh, hey, we're going to share the bed. Uh, hey, we're okay. All right. Uh, let's come back with this. By the way, uh, speaking of pro athletes, do they owe it to their local community? Now, now Rob Kegron's been to the Black Hills. He gets South Dakota now. He's from New York. You know, everybody gets lost in the shuffle there. What about South Dakota pro athletes? Do they owe it to their local community to come back, engage with us, engage with kids, put on camps? I'm not saying all the time. What do you say about this topic? I'm going to ask the audience as well. We'll discuss it next. This is the Nate Brown Show. 11% off everything is happening now at Menards. Update your home with a new ideal garage door. Menards carries the largest selection of garage doors in stock. Or you can design the door of your dreams using our garage door design program. Right now, get a 9x7 non-insulated garage door for only $399.99 after 11% off. Good through March 3rd, savings are mail-in rebate in the form of an in-store merchandise credit check. See store for details. Save big money at Menards. Tin Lizzy Gaming Resort has the number one sports book in Deadwood, and it's powered by BetMGM. Watch all of your favorite games in our comfortable and spacious sports lounge with wall-to-wall -wall television arrays. Don't miss a second of the action with the brand new Listen Everywhere audio system and get sound streamed directly to your headphones. Enjoy delicious food and drinks from Patty O'Neill's Irish Pub with table service right inside the sports book. And don't forget you can watch UFC pay-per-view fights live every month. So come on in to South Dakota's number one sports book at Tin Lizzy, where it's always game on. From compact cars to 18-wheelers, pickups to payloaders, Pops Tire Service has brand-name tires for what you drive. As one of the largest tire dealers in the Midwest, Pops buys more, you save more. Brands like Goodyear, Michelin, Hankook, and Firestone, all priced for less. Pops has your service covered with brakes, wheel alignments, factory maintenance, shocks, and struts. Visit PopsTire.com for current promotions and a location near you. We're in your neighborhood. Pops, we know tires and service. You should know Pops. PopsTire.com. Hi, I'm Bill the Wirefree USA. If you're looking for internet, TV, security systems, or cell booster systems, why would you look at a company that only gives you one choice for each of these systems? Wirefree USA offers it all. Viasat, Hughes, CenturyLink, Dish TV, DirecTV, Wilson Cell Booster Systems, Ring and Google Nest Security Systems, and now Elon Musk's Starlink. Starlink is the newest, the fastest, the strongest, no limit, that's right, no limit, and no contract satellite internet ever made available to all of us in the USA. 605-341-5361. Whatever your home or business needs are, call Wirefree USA for the products and the service. It's a no-brainer. Connect to the future with Wirefree USA at 605-341-5361, 680 North La Crosse Street, Rapid City. We are hometown, we are South Dakota, and we do appreciate your business. 605-341-5361. I got serious about staying fit just a couple of years ago. Now 5Ks, yoga, and smart nutrition are all part of my weekly routine. Part of my eating right plan? Country Hearth Breads. Natural breads with the whole grains and natural ingredients my body needs to perform at its best. Just a slice of toasted multigrain with peanut butter before a workout, and I'm ready to roll. Country Hearth is the easy choice because it's good for me and great tasting, too. Country Hearth Breads. Baking our best for you. Live from the Anytime Auto Sales Service and Details Studio, Sales, Service, and Recreation, this is Fox Sports Rapid City. 
Welcome back in. I just happy hour on a Thursday at the Nate Brown Show live. It's always a great day in the Black Hills. We know that. What a dandy today. 60 out there. We'll take it. Hope you've had a great day. Thanks for checking in. Rob Kegron's in studio on a Thursday happy hour brought to you by the Skybox. Have you been to the Skybox lately? Rapid City Rush Hockey Headquarters. That season's rolling. When they're on the road, come and watch the rush at the Skybox right above the firehouse downtown on Main Street. Or the things we discuss off the air during the breaks. I mean, this is, we should go behind the scenes. We're going to get to this next segment coming up, okay? As we'll finish strong with this. But first, I've got something that's been on my mind here. So we have pro athletes from Rapid City. Rob, you know this, some of the history here. Adam Vinatieri from Rapid City, yep. Hall of Fame kicker. Uh, Becky Hammond, what a what a trailblazer. She's from Rapid City Stevens High School, went to Colorado State, went to the WNBA, uh, went to the NBA coaching with Greg Popovich, now at the Las Vegas Aces, WNBA. So we have, we have Mark Ellis, a great baseball player, Oakland Days, what a career. So we've had uh, Eric Pitekowski, I don't want to go through everybody, but great players from Rapid City that have made the big time NBA, Major League Baseball, NFL, and I always think about this. It is up to each person. And I'm not going to hammer hammer each person. I, I don't know their situation. They're busy, their life, their whole thing. I have looked at East River athletes, Rob. There's been a, a lot of effort from East River pros. Mike Miller comes to mind. Sure. He comes back every year and puts on a classic. He's been doing a basketball tournament. He's come back. He's actually been accessible. He's been engaged with the uh, Mitchell community. There's a big connection there. So, so each person's different. I ask this question to the audience: Should pro athletes from a from a South Dakota state like ours, do they owe it to the community to come back where they're from, engage, interact? What do you say on that? It's a tough question. It's a tough spot. I, I mean, I, I generally think they do to a to a certain extent, right? Do I think they have to do something like Mike Miller does in a tournament every single year? No, I, I think that's you, – you formed a connection with a place and you want to do that. has to come from a real desire. But can you come back once every couple of years and do something, bring the youth together, inspire them, talk about your story, what it was like growing up here, what challenges you faced, how you overcame those to become a professional athlete. I think that's really important, and I would like to see all athletes do that. I'll give you a perfect example. A guy you probably didn't even know was from Long Island, New York. Maybe you do. Jim Brown. I did not know that. Arguably okay. the greatest okay. running back in the history of the NFL. He was from Manhasset, Long Island, about 10 minutes from where I grew up, and to right before he died, would go back all the time. Well, you would. And he did all kinds of things for the youth there. He created all kinds of parks and uh, youth athletic associations and okay. was involved with them to the time he died. This is Jim Brown, right? This is not not some guy who you know had a cup of coffee in the NFL. Right, right. And if he could do it, right, and it was so important to get to go back to his community and inspire the youth, I really think we need a little bit of it. I don't think... You know, the modern-day athlete, you know, even after they've retired, still have a lot of demands on their time. So I completely understand that. But once every couple of years, I think we can ask them to do something. Here's the audience answer. It's really, really close. Do you believe pro athletes owe it to the community they're from to come back, engage with kids, and put on some camps, etc.? 50.4% no, it's their life. Ultimately, 49.6% yes, they really should. People are really split on it. It's because, well, 
Guys, you can't, do they owe it to the community? See, that's the phrase, and I put that in there on purpose. Do they owe it to the community? I'm just big on this. I had a buddy of mine, I'm from Montana. He played 12 years in the NFL, and he came back every year and put on a free football camp. This is when he was in the NFL. Yep. He's busy. He's, he's got yeah. young kids. He, he's really, really busy. He came back every year, Billings, Montana, put on a free football camp, then started inviting some of the players he could get from the Ravens, sure. from the Bills, wherever he was, and he'd bring them back. They'd put on a free football camp. You know what that meant to the kids in Billings? Uh, they knew that he was famous. Man, he went to the NFL. It inspires. It engages. And then I do think it's a tough one. Did he owe it to the community? He kind of said, hey, this is where I got my start. This is where I got going. Uh, he felt like he did. I think everybody's different. You can't make anybody do it, but I think it makes a big difference. It sure does because that community is what helped you become successful. Whether they were all completely involved and all in on it, or you had a small group of people who took notice of you and your talent and built you up and supported you and got you to a higher level than you probably would have been able to on your own. I think that's why they owe it because if they're all being honest with with themselves – they needed that support to get to the level that they got to. 50%, 50% basically on the survey. Now, I'll go to this segment. I want to, uh, I want to lay it all out there, and I want to see what Rob Kegron really thinks of this. Is Sean Payton crazy? That's a, that should be a question of the day. <laughs> I mean, I should make that the question of the day. Is Sean Payton crazy? Let's uh, come at it objectively next. Live callers, big-time interviews, and breaking sports news. This is the Nate Brown Show on Fox Sports Rapid City. Did you see all the bikes on the road this past weekend? Well, it's time you join them in the seat of a new or pre-owned Harley-Davidson from Black Hills Harley-Davidson. Hi, this is Kelly Ray. Are you a brand-new rider wanting to get on the road? Shop our huge selection of pre-owned starting at just $59.95, and we'll pay for your rider safety course and throw in free winter storage. Looking to trade up? Buy select 2023 models with zero down, 1.99% APR, and get $2,000 in customization credit. Join us this Saturday for happy hour all day, all at Black Hills Harley-Davidson in Rapid City. See our entire inventory online at blackhillshd.com. At Black Hills Federal Credit Union, we are committed to improving the lives of our members and bettering our communities. As your community credit union, we're here to get to know you and your unique needs. From extended service hours to the newest technology, we have you covered. Stop by any location to get started or text or call 605-718-1818. BHFCU is member-owned, not-for-profit, and federally insured by the NCUA. At Ace Steel and Recycling in Rapid City, our goal is to make recycling your materials so quick, so easy, and so profitable that you'll become a lifetime recycler. At Ace Steel and Recycling, we buy, process, and ship scrap iron, automobiles, stainless steel, and aluminum, including cans and cast. We also buy insulated wiring, as well as copper, brass, lead, batteries, zinc, and tungsten carbide. Visit acesteelusa.com or give us a call at 342-8649. Ace Steel and Recycling, 2830 Eglin Street. Street Rapid City. 
Here's your Fox Sports Rapid City forecast. A wind advisory begins at 11 p.m. tonight and continues until 9 a.m. tomorrow. Lows around 42 tonight under mainly clear skies. Southwest winds 10 to 20 miles per hour. High temperatures reach up to 67 tomorrow. Sunshine mixed with clouds at times. Chance for mixed precipitation tomorrow night. Lows level off around 32. That's your forecast on the Black Hills Sports Station, Fox Sports Rapid City. Right now, it's 60 degrees. Customer service and knowledge. You expect it, and we provide it. As a general insurance agency, Fisher Rounds & Associates has aligned itself with the nation's strongest carrier networks, giving you the highest quality coverage at the best possible price. When it comes to claims or other issues, we handle everything so you don't have to. That's what we mean when we say we're at your service and at your side. Fisher Rounds & Associates, proudly serving South Dakota with offices in Pier, Mitchell, Rapid City, Sioux Falls, and Watertown. Hi, this is Shane Griffin. I'm part of the Will Dixon Real Estate Team. I know what it's like looking for a new home or your family's first home in the Black Hills. That's why I specialize in helping the first-time homebuyer make their dream of home ownership a reality. I'm also a veteran, and I'm proud to serve military members in the Black Hills. Our team at Will Dixon Real Estate has great relationships with local lenders. Whether you're looking at buying or selling, just Google Shane Griffin Keller Williams. That's Shane Griffin at Keller Williams to take your first step into your new home. Live from the Anytime Auto Sales Service and Details Studio, Sales, Service, and Recreation, this is Fox Sports Rapid City. Welcome back in the Nate Brown Show live on Fox Sports Rapid City. Thursday happy hour brought to you by the Skybox. Rob Kegron live in studio. Always glad to have you on board, everybody. If you missed some of the show, go to the Nate Brown Show podcast. Every show in podcast form. Craig Maddock joined us tonight from Sioux Falls. Frank Schwab from the NFL Combine, Yahoo Sports. Taylor Tashman, Des Moines Register covering Caitlin Clark, who's calling it a WNBA time after this season. She had one year left in Iowa if she wanted to come back. Get this one, Rob. Sioux Falls, uh, Sanford Pentagon, they put on all these big college basketball games. Have you seen this? Like Baylor, Gonzaga, they put on some big shows. They got Iowa women's basketball against Kansas next season. They, they had it. You almost had it. It's like that, that meme where you almost yep. had it. And now Caitlin Clark's out. They sold it out this morning. The game sold out this morning at the Pentagon for wow. next year. And then Caitlin here at 2 o'clock this afternoon said, I'm going to go to the WNBA. Whoopsie. Can you imagine those ticket brokers <laughs> who bought all those tickets <laughs> figuring they're going to make five times profit? Oh, uh, and the Pentagon's not a big place. I mean, if you've been there and watched basketball, love the basketball arena. It's not a big place. So we're talking about uh, it's sold out. I'm not surprised. But you know they were going, oh, we're hoping Caitlin's coming back. Now she's not coming back. Iowa's going to still fill that up. Sioux City's right next door. I mean, I, I think they'll be okay. But Sunday's game, Iowa, Ohio State, that's Caitlin's uh, regular season finale in Iowa now. Tickets uh, yesterday were going for five ninety one average. Wow. five ninety one For a regular season college, yes. college basketball game. That's great. That's, uh, that's massive. Okay, let's get into the question of the day. I didn't ask my audience. I'm going to ask Rob Kegron this. And I want, I want to see if you're objective or if you're just going to screw around. I want, I want to see today. Um, so I've said this from the start. Say this out loud. Say this out loud and see if this sounds crazy. The Broncos are going to, after a 3,000-yard season, 
26 touchdowns, only eight interceptions. They're going to get rid of Russell Wilson, run him out of town, and draft, I don't know, J.J. McCarthy, who threw two touchdown passes in his last seven games? Yeah, Michigan won. Congrats. Uh, say that out loud. Does that sound crazy? If the second part sounds crazy to me, the drafting of J.J. McCarthy and thinking that's your solution. Well, what else are they going to do? For, well, they might not draft a quarterback. They might go for a year and say, we'll take our chances with Stidham and oh, see I, what happens. If, if, if they take their chances with Stidham, I, I'm going to lose my mind. You do understand how this works, though, Nate, right? You have to reset the clock a bit, right? You've, you have signed this quarterback, this aging quarterback. Oh, to an a, aging quarterback. He's not aging? He's 35. Okay. That, he I'd said 26 touchdowns. I'd call that aging a bit. No, I mean, he's you know not in looks his good prime. He, he just posted a workout video I, yesterday. He looks good to me. I think he's okay, and I think he might have I, – I think he could have a small renaissance still in his career. But clearly, Sean Payton, when he took that job – did not want Russell Wilson. I think you and I would agree on that yeah, yeah, from I day so. one. He Why? did Why not did, want him. I mean, Russell wanted him. Russell tried getting it, him. Yeah. I followed Russell's lead, and now I regret it. Yeah, I think, and Peyton decided probably very early on that this wasn't his guy for whatever reason. In the scheme that he wants to run, he doesn't like how Russell Wilson fits into that. He doesn't and, and like. he likes Jared Stidham. I don't think he, he likes, likes Jared Stidham either, but if they play poorly this year, at the very least, he gets a top draft pick next year. Being in the middle of the pack is the, you know, this is the worst thing that can happen we're, to we're an NFL 12. team. We're at 12. That's, that's not terrible. We're at 12. You're not drafting a lot of, you can. It's not to say that you can't find. Mahomes was drafted at 10, so it's not impossible by any means. But the way that the NFL has gone the last couple of years, you have to draft up in that top five probably to get what would be considered a potential elite quarterback. And I don't think they're getting one at 12. And, I, and now if you tell me that his plan is release Russell Wilson and his heir apparent is J.J. McCarthy, you're right. That's crazy. Okay, that I, I'm telling you, that's what's going to happen. That's crazy. J.J. <laughs> McCarthy is not the answer. I, I'd love to be Bo proven Nicks? wrong. I don't know. Throw anybody Michael in there. Penix is the one oh, I want. Michael so, so, Penix so is a winner. That guy's a winner. No, why? You have to what? get a young quarterback. First of all, you have to reset the clock. You have to get a young quarterback who you can win See, with, that's the thing. making Everybody less keep, money. You, you keep saying you have to reset the clock. You have to. You, you have to do this. We didn't have to do anything. We had Russell Wilson on contract. We got an extension. We gave it to him before he even was playing a first down. We got Russell Wilson. You got built the team around him. You don't have to do anything. Sean's going to step off the ledge. I mean, it's crazy. He doesn't like Russell Wilson, Nate. He and doesn't want to blow him. up the whole team because you don't like him, and he doesn't want, that he doesn't throw it over the middle. Yeah, I mean, this is the craziest decision that, I've ever seen. Greg Penner, the owner of the Broncos, better step in and stop the crazy. He hired Sean Payton, Nate. He he picked who he wanted to work with, Sean Payton. He didn't pick Russell Wilson. He picked Sean Payton. Payton's going to make the decisions. You don't hire Sean Payton and then tell him, oh, sorry, you're, you're going to have to stick with Russell Wilson. I guarantee you that conversation happened at the beginning. If, if I can't make it work with Russell Wilson, I'm going to release him. And I'm sure they said, no problem. Go if right I, ahead. Once, once I can't make it work, 26 touchdowns, 3,000 yards. Why can't we make it work? They were – he was – Decent. There's no doubt about it. And he was better than he was in their first year. Yes, yes. No doubt about that Two as well. different offenses. He had to learn Nathaniel Hackett. He had to learn Sean Payton. We're going to give him one year, and he did pretty well, and we're going to kick him to the curb. Doesn't like him. 
No, I know. It's just, it's just amazing to me. Uh, by the way, how does he solve this? How do you solve this, Rob Tigron? You're you're a you're a smart guy. I, I think how he, does he solve this? I think you got to be probably worse for another year, <laughs> and I really do. I, I think no, you got to be go, worse. No, we can't go down that road. I that's how you go get down that better. Road. That's how you get better in sports nowadays. You, you have to go We've been backwards worse for to seven go years. We've been worse for seven years while the Chiefs have been winning. And that's you not understand. Sean Payton's fault, though. You're taking out a lot of your anger over the last seven years on one man. <laughs> and I'm going to give you the one man who you should take it out on. Who's His that? name is not Sean Payton. George Payton? His name is John not George. Elway? Yeah, damn right it's John Elway. John <laughs> Elway, how many that, mistakes did he make at the quarterback position? That ship sailed, let me tell you. Okay, Lord Elway, we used to call him that, yeah. Lord Elway. That, that ship let sailed. Let him go back to making steaks at the steakhouse in Denver. Okay? I, don't, I really don't know what the Broncos are going to do. And I said right here, is Sean Payton crazy for releasing Russell Wilson? You say if he goes with J.J. McCarthy, Bo Nix, or somebody. But if he goes with Michael Penix, you're like, oh, this I love Penix. I think Penix could be a. I think he could be a really good NFL quarterback. I don't think he's going to be Mahomes, but I think he'd be a really good NFL quarterback. Um, do you believe the Broncos will go rookie? It sounded like Sean Payton the other day. Did you hear him talking? He said, "Hey, our job is to find the next one." You know, he said, and not have a cross through it. Um, yeah. So find the next one. That sounds like. And then he said, "We're going to be really good at this." Meaning, evaluating QBs at the combine. We're going to be really good at this. Sean's going to go. He's going to get a rookie, isn't he? He probably will. But the truth is, you and I both know it's a crapshoot, right? You have no clue if these guys are going to be. Oh, he's I don't, really good at it, Sparky. Is. None he told of us that. You just, I love what you needle. <laughs> you really don't like Sean Payton. <laughs> well, let's say, say we're going to be really good at this. And by the way, it's very, very difficult. Uh, let's see here. Uh, listener text, time to stop drinking the Russellade to me. Wow. But uh, by the way. I do have to say one more thing. Would you, if you're the Minnesota Vikings, last one, Minnesota Vikings, they have Kirk Cousins, maybe you might have to go 35 to 40 million a year. Would you go there or would you be talking to Sean Payton and the Broncos right now? Like, what are you guys going to do? We could save some money. The Broncos are going to cover a lot of that money. Veteran minimum, if we can get him. Isn't that a no-brainer? Are you the Vikings to save money and go with a Russell Wilson instead of Kirk Cousins? No, I think you stay huh? with Kirk Cousins. I think Cousins thirty-five. Cousins gives you some stability there. He runs that. He's run that offense for many years. Works well with O'Connell. Works well with Justin Jefferson. They have a good core around him of of talented receivers. Stick with him. Stick and stay. Don't, don't start a new system with Russell Wilson. No. Don't start. Wilson is not the same kind of quarterback as Kirk Cousins is. You would agree with that. Um, he's not the same Cousins kind. Cousins is a better passer yeah, of the football. He's not the same kind, that's for sure. Going to be a heck of a lot cheaper if you could get him. I actually would look at that uh, if He'll I'm the Vikings. He'll end up Atlanta, w- Wilson. Atlanta. You think so? Yes. Russell Wilson, Atlanta. Prediction from Rob Kegron. And the last of the day, happy hour brought to you by the Skybox. Always glad you're here on the Nate Brown Show, Fox Sports Rapid City. The podcast getting set to go up right now. Thursday happy hour brought to you by the Skybox. Rob Kegron in. Thanks for listening. See ya.